Let me formally welcome you, Richard. Thank you again for uh, teaching us hypnosis. And today's uh, talk is about hypnosis, self-hypnosis for sleep, which is great. Um, you know, the Dalai Lama said, sleep is the best meditation. Did you know that? I didn't, I think. Yeah, I think. It's, it's, it's something you can use. Yeah, no, so I, like that. I like that. <laughs> but, you know, just before, we, before you go and start your session, Richard, you are a, obviously a, a doctor and you're a surgeon and so on. Tell, tell us a little bit about the importance and the well-being, um, you know, about sleeping. You know, how much does it help and how much does it, what sort of problems are caused by lack of sleep? So I think it's, it's, it's a really interesting question for us. And at the moment, it's really pertinent because one of the big things that we're seeing across the board with the whole lockdown phenomenon is a lot of people with big sleeping issues. And I know I'm seeing patients four or five days a week and we're discussing these things. And a lot of things, we're at, a lot of the time we're actually saying, Actually, we can't work out what's going on here. We should wait till September when hopefully some form of normality arrives. So you're absolutely right. If you're not sleeping well, you, it makes you anxious. In these times, people have had a lot of anxieties with their business, their jobs. That stops them sleeping. That's very circular. Uh, you, If you've got poor sleep, you're not sleeping well, you've got short temper. Short temper leads to relationship problems, both that at home and in the workplace. And of course, all of this can have its effects on blood pressure, etc. Uh, so having a good night's sleep is really important for all of us. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, not something we all always get. I mean, I think many of us, and I get it, uh, that 4am moment where your brain is, somehow you wake up and there's a little bit of that is brain processing. I'm always amazed at how many actually quite good ideas come out at 4 a.m. And at that point, I have to say I write them on a pad and then I can go back to sleep. No pad, you don't no go sleep. back. To, not so easy to go back to sleep. But, uh, and how many hours? I mean, it's a general question, I know, but how many hours sleep does a person ah, need? You know, That's a really hard one. And Again. I think we all know what makes us feel good. I mean, there are lots of famous examples of people who could do on very little, Napoleon being one, uh, and a few others. Uh, most of us, I think, somewhere between six and eight hours. And the younger generation, teenagers, a lot more in truth. They're not just lying around being lazy, although it's tempting to think that when you can't get them out of yeah. bed. Uh, so very variable from one person to another. I know for me, I need, I need seven hours. If I have less than five, I'm not functional. I'm not very functional. Uh, above five, I can cope. And those are my parameters, mm -hmm. but we all vary. But, you know, it's so easy for a doctor or anybody else to say, oh, you must get eight hours sleep or must get seven hours sleep. But it's not like taking a pill, you know, it's, it's something much more complicated. You have to make friends with sleep. You have to embrace sleep in many ways. And I was going to ask you, of course, hypnosis is one of those um, solutions, but are there any other... Uh, are there exercises or other general hints you can do which helps us to prepare and get ready for sleep? Yeah, I mean, I know I do quite a lot of this myself, so I will utilise repetitive chant to help me sleep. But the, the other thing I do quite a lot of is, an, is accounting exercises. And the trouble with these is that the, 
the more you do them, the better you get, and you have to find new and harder ones. And I know uh, from your professional background, you're pretty good with numbers. And uh, <laughs> somebody you were talking to earlier, I'm sure as a banker, was very good with numbers as well. Uh, my The starting one usually is to say 100 minus 3, so 97, 94, 91 as one approach. If you're too good at that, then take 120, subtract 1, subtract 3, subtract 5, subtract 7. When you get to 15, then move to even numbers. Most people can't stay awake if you do that. Uh, you can use, if you get too good at that, you can up the starting point from 120 to 153, where 17 is the starter, or 210, where 20 is the starter, going back to 1. And if you get too good at that, try the Fibonacci sequence. You know, the golden, num the, the, the golden number, which is that ratio 1.61. And the Fibonacci goes 0, 1, 1, 2, 2 and 1 is 3. So it goes 3, 3 yeah. and 2 is 5, yeah. 5 and 3, etc. Right? These things will usually do your head in. Yeah. Well, what's, what, what's, what's wrong with counting sheep then? Uh, I've never been able to visualize them. They're all placing them. They're all they're all on a theme. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. And and what about the atmosphere in the room, the temperature? These things are important. Uh, timing, it, it should be all good sleep at the same time. I mean, is there other sort of disciplines? Uh, so now, yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all the stuff about you know, you don't want to have drunk too much alcohol, you don't want to eat too late, you get into bed, you should be relaxed, you shouldn't be looking at screens, shouldn't be clearing emails lying in bed before you're trying to go off to sleep. These are all bad habits. And you can just see when you look at colleagues, there's loads of people doing it, particularly, and I think it's been a real issue with lockdown, which is that people have lost their weekends. They're, they're, they're getting deluged with stuff coming at them the whole time. And you can see that there are people who are sending emails at two o'clock in the morning. Well, that is not good for you. That is really bad for sleep patterns. Uh, That's why I think the whole COVID-19 lockdown, never mind the virus itself, the lockdown has had a lot of effects, actually. Mm. Probably last question, I'm because I'm sure you want to get on with your session. Are there any medications, and medication is the wrong word, Richard, I don't mean medication, but any safe pills to take or some other types of... Uh, substances uh, I keep it uh, uh -huh. keep it legitimate and legal, legal but. <laughs> so uh, lavender oil is the obvious one oh, uh, right. lavender sachets on under your pillow lavender oil on your pillow I have to say this I mean the, the drugs that are out there so these are prescription drugs there's zopiclone which very short bursts of zopiclone maybe giving a patient I never prescribe more than seven nights and actually say, just do it for two and you may break a bad pattern. Yeah. And the thing with that, though, is that you must you, you break the tablets in half. You try a low dose, but you've got to swallow it fast. Otherwise, you've got this terrible taste in your mouth the following day. And the newer drug, which, well, melatonin's been yes. in years. And British Airways folk used to, all the transatlantic crowd were all on melatonin and used to buy it in the States. And it was a quite a big dose, it was 10 milligrams and this kind of thing, but there's a new slow release. Now, this is prescription only, but it's yeah. a slow release, uh, two milligram, really low dose. Um, you have to take it two hours before you go to sleep. But if you take that, you get lots of rapid eye movement sleep. So you get nice dreams. It's nothing, no nightmares. And it's not a knockout drop. So when you wake up in the morning, you feel very, very refreshed. That's and good. that to me is 
of the prescribed drugs that are out there, melatonin, two milligrams slow release is actually the one that I I personally have. I don't often prescribe sleeping tablets, but if I do, that's the one I tend to prescribe. So Richard, so thank you so much. We'll have a, another chance when you finish your session for all of us, any of us to ask you questions. So I, I let you go and, and, uh, and thank you for answering those questions, Richard. So over thank to you, you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. You. So uh, good evening to everybody. Uh, I'd firstly like to thank Feroz uh, and Craig uh, for the kind invitation to uh, do this session with you. Uh, before we go on to do the actual hypnotherapy, uh, I thought I should give you a little bit of the background to hypnosis because there's quite a lot of misconceptions about it. But before we get on to that, what I would, to make this session work for you, if you do want to do the exercise, I need you to get find a semi-recumbent position. So it's not going to work if you're sitting vertical in a chair. Now, I know probably everybody in this Zoom room uh, you're all experienced meditators and you may meditate in the position which I know I meditate in, which is actually sitting like this. Uh, but that's not good for that's not good for hypnosis because I need you to find a position whereby you have got something behind you that puts your eyes on a screen. And I don't know if you can see in my room here, which is actually a, it's actually a houseboat, I've got a slatted wooden ceiling. So that cross there above me would be a perfect place for me to look. So my eyes have got a slight strain. Now, also important, please, folks, if your computers are not on mute, and I think they all are, but to put them on mute, uh, because once we get going, we kind of do need some reasonable silence. And first thing to say about the exercise is that what I'm hoping to do is to teach you a safe method where boys, you can do at home for yourselves. And... A lot of people worry, will I wake up? Well, the answer is you will wake up. <clears throat> I do use hypnotherapy for, and have done over the years for many things from pain management to menopause management. But tonight we're doing a very simple, easily replicated uh, which is exercise, which is purely related to sleep, okay? So there's nothing complicated about it. You, not all of you, will enter a trance-like state. And don't worry if you don't. You may still find this whole thing quite pleasant. There are a lot of misconceptions uh, stemming really primarily from stage hypnotists. And I know you can tell from my accent, I, uh, although I work in London, I hail from Glasgow. And 30 years ago in Glasgow, there was a fellow called Robert Halpern. who was very entertaining. And he filled a theatre every three, four nights a week. And the whole Glasgow population, everybody had been to see him more than once, actually. And he was a really bad advert for hypnosis. And there's always this thing, is the hypnotherapist getting control of you? And the answer is no, they're not. You're completely aware throughout the whole thing. The other misconception, people often think that it's being, it's weak-willed people who will be hypnotizable. And people are not particularly intelligent. This is totally the opposite. In fact, strong-willed people who can concentrate are much easier to hypnotize. So when we do this, you're gonna be entirely aware. You're gonna feel a bit distant. It's not too dissimilar to mild intoxication. I will just briefly, and I know, I realized when I did this earlier, I've done this drawing for you. And what it says is conscious, subconscious, deep subconscious, but unfortunately the wrong way around because it's like a mirror effect. 
Conscious is obvious. The deep subconscious is all that stuff that's going on all the time for us. Our bowels are moving, we're breathing, our heart is beating. And clearly, if I say, hold your breath, you can hold your breath. But if I say to you, drop your heart rate, you can't do that. If you're hypnotized, you can. So you can gain control of your deep autonomic system, but you also can gain access to your subconscious. And that, in therapeutic terms, is what is kind of how hypnosis is working. So you, I suppose to give you an example, many, many years ago, I was hypnotized and a cannula inserted in here bled. And the doctor who taught me how to do hypnosis said, stop bleeding and it stopped bleeding. He said, start bleeding and it started again. And that convinced the 12 doctors who were watching this at a lunchtime meeting that hypnotherapy had quite some interesting effects, okay? I would, what I would say to you is that I regard hypnotherapy sessions, not the sleeping session, but the therapeutic ones as a kind of reboot to the brain, a bit like switching a computer on and off. So uh, we're about to start. And just to say, if any of you at the end have got any anxieties, you know that you can go through uh, the Sylvan Retreat Centre and they would push questions on to me and I would actually phone people if there was any real, if there's any anxiety at all. So just so we know that. So we're now, uh, as they say in Glasgow, going to get stuck in about it, if that's okay. And uh, we're going to do the session. So <clears throat> if you would assume the appropriate position, which is semi-recumbent, looking with your eyes just a little bit above and behind you, it can be a dot on the ceiling. It can be anything you want to concentrate on, the corner of a picture, doesn't matter. And I want you, <clears throat> excuse me, to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And as you breathe out, I want you to imagine that you're blowing a candle out. And I want you to do that to the count of 10. So you go, And don't worry if you've got any external or extraneous noises around you, they're all not relevant. And as you do this exercise, you immediately start to relax. And what I'd like you to do as you continue the breathing is I want you to contract your toes and let them relax. Contract your calves, let them relax. Contract your thigh muscles and let them relax. Contract your tummy muscles and let them relax. Wherever it is that you're sitting lying, you feel yourself sinking into your couch or your chair. And you're feeling more and more relaxed. And now you're going to tense your chest muscles and let them relax. Shrug your shoulders. Let, let them relax. Flex your biceps, triceps. Let them relax. Forearms. And clench your fists. Let them relax. 
And finally, I just want you to screw up your face and let it relax. So I want you to just continue the breathing. And now I want you to look at the place that you're going to focus your eyes on. And you, I'm going to count to 10. And as you look at that spot on the ceiling, whatever it is you're looking at, you're going to feel as I count to 10, your eyelids getting heavier and heavier and heavier. You don't need to fight that at all. Just let them close. So one, and two, and three, getting heavier, and four, heavier, five, six. You don't need to fight it. Just let your eyes close. Seven, and eight, nine. And ten. Feel beautifully relaxed. A deep feeling of relaxation coming over you. I want you now to imagine that you're standing on top of a hill. A hill that you know which is covered in grass. There might be wildflowers. The sun is shining. And at the bottom of the hill, there's a brook. And you can hear it babbling in the distance. And beside the brook, there are some flowers as well. And we're going to walk down the hill towards the brook as I count to 10. And as we do this, you're going to go more and more deeply down to a greater state of relaxation. You can feel the sun. You can feel, see the beautiful grass when I walk down the hill. One, two, Three, four, and five. You're halfway down the hill. The brook is closer. It's louder now. The flowers are closer. And six, and seven, and eight, and nine, and ten. And we're at the bottom of the hill, beside the brook. And we're feeling beautifully relaxed. A really lovely, lovely place. I'm just going to rest here a little minute. In this lovely place. Now we're going to do one more little deepening exercise, which is we're going to See ourselves on a beach. It's warm. The seawater is warm. The sand is warm. You've got no shoes and socks on. And you can feel the sand between your toes. And you're going to walk down into the water, just to the depth of your knees. 
And as we walk down the beach into the water, we're more and more relaxed. One, Three, four, five. You're in the water now, you can feel it round your ankles. Six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Now, before we do any, any other exercises here, just going to implant the idea that you're not ever going to be susceptible again to a stage hypnotist. You can be hypnotized in the future by somebody you know and trust, which can include a doctor, a dentist, a psychologist, recognized hypnotherapist, and of course yourself. Because what we've just done, you can do for yourself. And I want you now just to stand where you are in your head and just feel a beautiful light flowing over you and through you. It's just a healing light, making you feel beautifully relaxed, feeling very good. The problems of the world are not assailing you. And tonight you know that when you go to bed, you will sleep a beautiful sleep with beautiful dreams. I want you to feel that, that light on your face, on your chest, on your tummy. You're just feeling really lovely. Now, I want to, to teach you something which I think is it's a very good exercise where I would like you to oppose your thumb to your index finger. If you're right-handed, do it with your right hand. If you're left, do it with your left, whichever is your dominant hand. And if you don't have a dominant hand, it doesn't matter which hand you use. And we're going to go thumb to the index, thumb to the middle finger, thumb to the ring finger, thumb to your little finger, and then back to the index. And we're going to do that to the count of five. And you will find that if we do this, that you can self-hypnotize yourself, you can self-hypnotize much faster. So we just do this, thumb on index one, Middle finger two, ring finger three, little finger four, index finger five. And that is an exercise that you could do as part of your own technique to make things happen faster for you. So before we all wake up, I just want you to feel that beautiful healing light again. Just feel it wash over you and through you and know that tonight, a beautiful sleep.
now going to wake you up by counting back from 10 to 1. And as I count back, gently come back awake and open your eyes. You're going to feel good. So 10, 9, 8, and 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, beginning to wake up, 2, 1. Open your eyes. We'll just take a half a minute or so just to come to. Richard, thank, thank you so much. Um, Pleasure. No, not only did I go to sleep, but I had a holiday. I've got to keep get, I've got to keep a grip actually. So, so, I'm, so, I'm, go so I'm going to cancel my trip to Italy now. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody back? I just want to check that. Yeah, can we just see everybody? I don't know if we can or we can't. <laughs> yeah, everybody's back. That's why I can. Everybody I can see is back. <laughs>